Welcome back to the Sports Effects Podcast. I'm Kenny Morgenstein. I'm your host. I'm here with Andre Barkholtz, my co-host. And we are with you again today to dive back into the wonderful wide world of sports and why it's great, why it has a positive effect on the world. Um, and today we're going to dive a little bit more into one of Andre's favorite pastimes, soccer. Uh, or also known as football. Mm-hmm. Not, not American football, but European football. Thank you. Way to be cultured. Yeah, way to be, that's that's what I that's what I do my best. At. <laughs> you know, I, I just forgot how to speak. You know, it's all right. It's fine. Getting old here. <laughs> you know, it's it, we're all getting old up there in years. That's that's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, would, I would you like to tell the people of what you were uh, saying that you were getting old about um, just a few minutes ago? Oh man, Na- narrow it down a little bit. Like, oh, all right. So, uh, <laughs> oh, we, you're talking about threads? Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I. Uh, so you know, Andre was amazing enough to start a threads account for the sports effect podcast um which please you know give us a follow on the threads um join our you know i don't know thread count what do you call it yeah i don't know i don't know what it is i I said that your followership should be called your thread yeah yeah that's yeah that's it makes Uh, sense to me um, so so like we're going for egyptian cotton status here Mm -hmm. high thread count Mm -hmm. um but yeah you can follow us at uh sports effect pod effect with an e but yes kenny tell us what made you think that uh, you were i was just trying it. to figure out like this is, seems really cool i want to get on this like how do i get on this i was like on instagram being like andre how do i like get to threads from here he's like you just go to the app store I'm like ah he literally was like how do, how do i how do i do this how do i do the threads <laughs> how do thing? i do the threads thing? was very uh yeah you know this is unfortunately the second at least the second time this week um, when I uh, happened to be, you know, showing my age, you know, my ripe age of 23 um, in that I was listening to the top 50, you know, billboard hits, you know, mm-hmm. top hit. And I realized I was old because I was listening to it with Julia and I was talking to her about it. And I did not like 90% of the songs. Oh, no. And I'm like, Wow. I am really not in with, you know, the the teens these days. You're like, it hits quick. Like, <laughs> you're in college, and then suddenly you graduate, and then it's like... It's gone. Yeah, and then it's gone. It's, it's gone. It now is... it's, you know, back pain and knee braces and... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy how it definitely comes on pretty sudden, and I I wasn't ready for it. But, okay, so we're... I'm sorry, I brought us off track. So initially, we're going to go back on track, so I'm going to bring it back. Are you ready? We were talking about you being old, and uh, two podcasts ago, we were talking about how old soccer is, right? So we were talking about the beginnings of soccer, and now we're talking about a different aspect about soccer. So what are we talking about about soccer today? So one of the coolest things about soccer is that soccer is a global game, and it brings in the most fans in the entire world um, of any sport. So honestly- Like it's not close. It's not even close. Like we're talking about the difference is a billion people. One billion between B. between one and two between one and two yeah between one and two so soccer you know brings in has three point five billion fans and I don't really know how they quantify that but somehow they do anyways it's you know well, right I mean what's your billion. definition of a soccer fan right, right? like right it's kind of hard but right. somehow they quantify it three point five billion fans second place was two point five billion and um second place was actually kind of interesting Andre what do you uh, do you have any guesses for what second place was. Well, I don't think it can be. My guess would be something like track or something like that, like in the Olympics, okay. global event, okay. like everyone can do it, um, that type of thing. So surprisingly enough, it was cricket. 
was Ooh. number two at two point five billion. So uh, well, there did are... I say billion or million? Billion. Yeah, billion yeah, 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 yeah. You that's super interesting because I mean it's I don't know that's less about it being a global game, and that's more about uh, you know some countries going really heavy into it. I feel as though a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. India is mm-hmm. super into cricket and has a huge population. Right. So that probably makes. Props it up a little bit. Yeah, like what, 40% of all of the cricket watching is probably... Or more. In India or in that region. Yep. Like, so, yep. or more, yeah. So, yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point. Versus what we're talking about with soccer. Soccer, 3.5 billion, brings, the people, brings people together of all ages, all cultures, all places. Everybody's interested in soccer, which is super cool. And... Honestly, like it made us kind of wonder, like why soccer is as big as it is. How did it get here? Um, because it's not, you know, it's like we talked about in a previous episode. It's not that much older than like football, like in the NFL, NFL, like American football. And so, why why is soccer like this and other sports aren't? Yeah, and so when I dug into it a little bit, just like with my experience, so I played like. I don't know. It's is it called Pee Wee soccer? It's not. It's not little league. I don't. I don't know what to say. Just of little league soccer. Yeah, little. You know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> from a young age, I I would play soccer and um, being engaged in it at that point. I mean, it was very attainable for my family to join or for my family to sign me up for it because you need very little equipment. You need your shoes. You already needed socks. And then you just have shin guards, right? Yeah, maybe, some, maybe some shin guards, maybe not. Yeah, you need shin guards. All a right. lot of a lot of like the leagues won't let you play if you don't have shin guards. Uh-huh. Even in the majors, like they don't let you um, play. Really? Yeah, so they typically oh. check for shin guards. Sometimes the shin guards are like around their calves, you know, by the end of the game or whatever, because they just have that plastic piece that goes in there. But why would you like? It makes me wonder why you would ever not wear shin guards. Yeah, no, you gotta. That's like it's a requirement. Like you so, so why? But like. I know it's a requirement, but like, why would a player not want to? Like, why do they have to check? You oh, know, is like, someone trying to sneak out there without shin guards? Like, well, they're just gonna get bruises. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, there's, there's got to be a reason. I, well, I'm sure it's annoying to people. Like, some people, right. they just play in their backyard, and it's super annoying mm. to them to have to have that or whatever. You know, That's like. That's fair. That's fair. So I imagine that it's probably that, or it gets in their way. I mean, it's all about your legs, right? So, right. Um, right. having anything else additionally there can be, I'm sure, annoying. Or like weird bounces, I'm sure, is also part of it. Like you're used to oh. settling the ball, and so if it takes a weird bounce and you're not used to that, but. It's not that big of a deal. So just gotta practice in the shin guards. Yeah. Um, but when I was thinking about it, for me signing up um was because there's very little equipment. Um, it's readily available as opposed to there's some sports that are very expensive, like lacrosse is known or yes. hockey is known for being both very just expensive. All the gear. Yeah, all of the gear that goes into all of those. Um football can be, but there's a lot of teams that have the gear that you just join in on so i feel like that's a little different kind of in the middle it is yep. yeah so i think that part of it is just that it's easy to get into in that way um and then the other thing uh is that it's so simple it in the rules you have a square or a rectangle field i almost said square field uh you have a Not rect- quite. yeah <laughs> rectangles are squares square yeah okay um but you have a rectangle field and you have a ball and it's to get in the net 
right? Like it's very simple from that front and you can, watching it is very easy to understand this team's pushing it that way, this team's pushing it that way versus American football. There's a lot of rules to American football. And And there's like, you know, 30 seconds between every play. Right. And there's a lot of downtime. And so we were talking about on a previous podcast, we were talking about how soccer is really good at having a lot of active time, right? Running clock makes it uh, great in the sense that there aren't breaks for advertisements. It isn't Mm, broken down in that way. I think that that helps it. It's unique in that sense and that not many other sports have a running clock either. I mean, do do any? I guess, well, baseball doesn't have a clock. Yeah, I it either doesn't have a clock or, which, hockey? that means that there's lots of breaks. I don't know, in baseball, right, you know, like right. every half inning, there's a break. What about hockey? No, stops. Uh, but even the, with the, there's line changes, though, sometimes, like, on the go, though. Right? Yeah, 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 they have times. But, like, if it goes out, oh, or if the, yeah, or if the, um, if the, goaltender um catches it then it will stop it as goes well. like, gotcha. or if it goes uh like yeah so or soccer just keeps going soccer go- keeps going it doesn't matter if it goes out of bounds doesn't matter what i just keep playing yeah. um there was a game recently of team usa the um the referee on the sideline got nailed in the head mm. and had a bloody nose and it was uh like literally 30 seconds into the game that's tough. And it was like nine minutes before it was, it kept going. But that meant that the next play started at nine minutes and 35 seconds. They didn't stop the clock, right? So they just had right. to add that on to the half at, at the end, end, which doesn't really change it. It feels weird. It feels wrong because suddenly when it's minute 30, really it's minute equivalent of minute 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah. Um, That's like rolling into work at like, and then at 8.15, you know, you staple your thumb or something like that but then you gotta like you know you gotta tack it on you gotta stay an extra half an hour because you're trying to get the staple out of your thumb or something like that like that's i feel bad for that ref you know not only did he get injured but he had to stay late yeah well office. i mean he didn't he didn't finish the game there was oh, someone else okay. that, that yeah, was so gonna, he got to finish early really i, I guess he got out of yeah after uh, nine minutes yeah so or 30 seconds um but yeah so i think that it's very obtainable and very easy to understand the rules there's some nuance of like what is a foul or way or offsides offsides is probably the hardest rule to digest in, in soccer but once you get that it's pretty easy to understand and then there's just a lot of like history and rivalry that goes into it um of a lot of countries have their leagues and they have their top rivals mm-hmm. right you have barcelona and real madrid uh you have even in other not european leagues there's always these big um rivalries like you have mm-hmm. uh your boca juniors in uh river plots i believe sounds right um and then you also have like national team mm-hmm. um that you can play not just for a club, but for your country. Right. Like being able to play for your country is cool. Right. But there's rivalries there too. Oh, like yeah. Those countries as well. USA, Mexico. That's the top one that comes to my mind. Yep. That's always a big deal. But there's also ones within Europe. That, England, like, France. That always keep coming up because they're really good for their respective yep. continents and, and it goes regions. back to, you know, the old conquests of old and different things Totally like that, you ties know? back to history. When the United States plays England, like we want to beat them because we're like you know, all revolutionary war stuff, right? <laughs> you know, that's like, I feel like there's some like, you know, uh, enthusiasm that We're comes We're still that. feeling 1776. I think uh, so. When I... we play England. 
<laughs> I think so. I, at least some people. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. There's some of that. And, and they have the every country and team has their own like brand to it right of mm-hmm. football like and style of how they do it i think of uh england it, it's coming home it's coming home they yep. they have their yep. chance and and everything of their brand of football of the pride that comes with it or um on the club side so you have um club teams that uh, people can play for throughout the year and then they can play for their national team as well but for club teams you have like Dortmund for example is my favorite club um, and with that they have a style of known for their offense right they're mm-hmm. known much more on their offensive side of the ball and also their younger talent right they are known they always have like the young guys right coming I mean, up the up-and-comers that's just what they emphasize on and they don't spend the money on going to get the veteran guys like I mean hardly ever are they spending that much money to go get someone else so their philosophy is we're going to like that's honestly part of like the revenue stream of Dortmund is planning on buying people low and then selling them high right like and when we say buy and sell people for those that don't know soccer has transfer rules in which like you buy and sell the rights for that player to play for your team just had to put that caveat yep, yep, that's fair yep. out it's not, into the yeah. world <laughs> it's like a trade in baseball you know when you trade uh, this guy for that guy right. or this guy for like you know this you know it's instead it's there's not really players for players trades it's mostly just money right and there's not like a draft pick you can't trade draft picks there's no draft right and it's because it's across leagues right yep. it's as if the nfl was trading with the canadian football league of player to player oh, back and forth wild. or whatever so it's got to be money because that's a standardized system going back and forth right. um and works across the board because right. why are they all in business because they're trying to get money right. um so that works um out and so when i was saying that that's part of their system but Another thing when we're talking about a global system is uh, for Dortmund, uh, it's definitely connected. So me being a fan of Dortmund because I played them on FIFA, you know, like I... A bummier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like 2012, I was really big into playing as Dortmund on FIFA. And that got me into it because why? Because he did a front flip when he scored a goal, you know, and now all the players do front flips when they score goals, whatever. But he started. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, a trailblazer. (laughs) Um, But that got me interested and now i'm on like a facebook group for example that is of all dortmund fans from all over the world like people will post from everywhere of them wearing their dortmund gear on game day and i'm not necessarily like super active in the community but i love following it i love keeping up with it and different people's ideas and it's super fun to just i mean that one's nice because it's like standardized in being in english like that's one of their rules of it is to be in english so that's really helpful for me of engaging um but i love being a part of that um community because i don't have a community of dortmund fans in michigan right Right. that if there's anyone else like let me know i think i've met one true dortmund fan everyone else is like my friend that like sits and watches games with me when i want them to but like that's it that's as far as their allegiance goes (laughs) um but dortmund fans if you're out there shoot us an email yeah. The Sports Effects Podcast at gmail, gmail.com. Effect with an E. Effect uh, with an E. But yes, please do because I want to know that I'm not alone uh, in the state of Michigan because so far I've found one other true fan. Um, 
I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. We'll find them. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> but all that to say is there's no watch parties for Dortmund in mm-hmm. uh, Grand Rapids. So I um, have found that community to be helpful. And it's nice that we have the technology to engage in that community. Um, but another thing that I wanted to talk about is national teams, right? Oh, yes. So talking about the... Uh, Everyone being able to play for their country brings another sense of pride. And it also makes everyone like the fans of that country. Like, I don't know when team USA is playing, there's a lot more people that don't really care about soccer, but they can get into team USA. We have the world cup. USA. USA. Exactly. Like, you just know the chant. Yeah. And it, well, it's a really difficult yeah, chant to it's learn. It's hard to remember. <laughs> but you know, you know, pe- people just start chanting it whenever, whenever right. US plays. Yeah. And so I think that that's a super like prideful moment of like national pride. And it gives the players a chance to represent their country in a different mm-hmm. way and like um, to bring pride back to their country, especially I think, I mean, it's big for all countries, but I don't know. I think of some of those smaller countries that end up doing well, just like the, I mean, they're like beaming you know oh, about, yeah. talking about their country and what they've been able to accomplish i think of um like iceland making it far in the european uh yep. competition like i it just means so much more to them than um like their other accomplishments right because right. it's something bigger than themselves so big back so big but with national teams we have um a recent experience that we wanted to talk about oh absolutely so uh for those of you listening, uh, Andre and I got the pleasure and the opportunity. We got to go to a real-life USA Team USA soccer match um, for our friend Luke's bachelor party. He uh, was. Um, we went to Chicago, and it just so happened that USA was playing um, Jamaica mm-hmm. on the uh, at where was it Soldier Field? Yep, at Soldier Field. That um, when we were in Chicago for the bachelor party, and so kind of spur of the moment, we decided to. Let's go to a game. Which Let's go watch USA I soccer. I now want to set the record straight that it was my intention this entire time to hijack our <laughs> itinerary and make us go to this game. You had a because, secret agenda because, a vendetta. <laughs> let's be honest, I literally texted um, Luke's brother and who was organizing the whole thing. And I said, oh, that'd be so cool if we could go to that game. And he, I was like, is Luke uh, a soccer fan? Because, you know, I mean, I lived with him, but like I wasn't sure if he liked it at all. And then- We just knew he was a Bears fan. Yeah, it was bears, bears, bears. Always you know? bears, <laughs> always bears. Um, but the response that I got back was just like a straight no. Like Luke does <laughs> not like soccer, and then I was like, "Dang it, I can't get us to go." But then, because Luke is so easygoing and really just wanted to like hang out with people, mm-hmm. I brought it up again, and then there was some more traction. Kenny was literally already wearing his cr- Christian Pulisic jersey, bro. Uh, all day and like we were already out for that day and it wasn't even like we did it in the morning before we left no we were literally out and about like doing our plans like getting ready for a boat ride and i was like hey yo we should do this and then walking at 9 p.m yeah walking (laughs) to our next place we literally bought tickets and then just did it because we could dude and everybody loved it i mean as far as i know luke loved it as well luke if you're listening and you hated it i mean you know you can send Andre an angry angry note after your wedding um you know as, as opposed to a thank you card or something like that uh but no I think everybody loved it and it was so cool getting to see just like it was it was nothing like I've because I've never been to a, a live soccer game like mm-hmm. that before um 
and just getting to see everybody in the stands and cheering on Team USA, and it was a good game, and just like the intensity, like it was so intense the entire time. Right, because the play clock is always going. There's always yep. something happening. I think that that's part of it. And then it's a different crowd yes. than I don't yes. know when like you go to football games. I don't know. It's a very different crowd of a soccer. I can't. Yep conceptually can you talk about the different crowds of like why are they different well it you know part of it could be in that you know when we go to a lions game or when we go to a central michigan university football game that you know it's regular season and they're usually not doing much it might be different if it was a playoff game sure Um, but to be honest like i don't know like the crowd is just like i think there's something about like everybody in the crowd having because Everybody in the crowd, like there was definitely some Jamaica fans in the crowd, um, but it was primarily USA fans. But everybody in the crowd was just like so, like that was their country, that they were like that was their team, like it was all to, like I don't know. I feel like if you are going, you know, you might go to like a football game in the NFL, you know, just to go to one. You know, people might do that, and even if they're not diehard fans, but like ever, like everybody here, like Team USA or Jamaica was their team. I feel as though it strikes like a deeper note in people because it's their country. Yeah. Right? Like that's a deeper part of their identity than their like sports fandom. Right? And a lot of people, and there's some people that that's not true, right? That they... But the people at the game who go to these things. True. Like that that is way deeper into their identity of their like, I am an American. I am Jamaican. And that is like a huge sense of like pride and where they how they see themselves as opposed to like i don't know my top five qualities i'm not saying that i'm an msu you know basketball fan like that's not my top five identity but me being an american is probably one of my top like one of my five things that impacts me the most and where i'm at so i think that that might be part of the sense that was in there and seriously i so we ended up tying this game as a recap but man it was a good game, though. It was a good game, which, yeah, a ties for soccer. I know we're going to get comments about that. But uh, it was the best tie that you could have because we were down the whole game and then we tied it at the end. Yes. yes. Um, I thought we were going to lose. Yeah, me too. We probably deserved to lose that game. You oh, know, our team did not. We, you know. We got dominated, We got dude. dominated. I mean, like. <laughs> We we got out of there with a tie, even though like I think if we were at our best, we would have smoked the floor with them. Oh, I mean, this is but we had like it's USA's C C yeah. string. It's a, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, t- <laughs> <laughs> the old C stringers, it's, uh, third stringers, third stringers. There you or go. C team. Yep. Yep. Uh, C yeah, we're just gonna leave that there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't. Nope. Um, and. So at that game, I literally like lost my voice for like a week and a half afterwards because there was obviously the goal, but then also we saved a penalty. Oh, dude, that was awesome. Shout out Turner. He is amazing. Good old Matt Turner. Um, And so just that was an amazing experience. And I think a pretty, I mean, heightened uh, sporting event for me and like definitely makes my upper echelon of sporting events that I've been to. Oh, so. same. Absolutely. I mean... You know, off off the cuff, like I can't think of another one that's probably that would beat it. So that's probably number one. Wow. I mean, I'm trying to think of like other live sporting events I've been to. I've been to several Tigers games, been to a Lions game, you know, been to many CMU football games. But do any of them really beat Team USA Jamaica? In Chicago. If, if CMU would have won the MAC championship game that we went to. But we lost. Yeah, so but we lost. <laughs> I kind of blot that from my memory. Yeah, that was pretty tough. Uh, yeah, fair enough. That's that's pretty amazing. I I might have to go. I was there when MSU beat number one Purdue. 
on mm. my birthday, yeah, which pretty was pretty cool. epic. That is pretty cool. Um, versus you got the this win, was, too. This was the tie, right? right? right. We right. were unranked going against number one Purdue, so that was pretty amazing. That is cool. Um, on your birthday also On helps. my birthday also helped it. So, um, But, it, yeah, it's way up there, and crowd was amazing. And even though it was the third stringers or the C team <laughs> uh, for USA, it makes me want to go to, like, a World Cup so yes. bad. Which is... What is it? 2024 when it's in the... No. 2026. 2026. Because it just happened in 2022. You're right. It happened in 2022. 2026 is when it's in... 2026 is in the United States, Mexico. Exactly. Mm, so, all right, catch us there. Uh, get the bandwagon ready. We're going. If you want to sponsor the Sports <laughs> Podcast to so we can go to a game, we will commentate live what's happening on a podcast if you fund us. Can so. you imagine us like with our podcast equipment in our hands in the seats? I mean, we could do it. We got a battery pack. Yeah, we can like you just pick up the microphone and just like you know. And they're going, and they're off. And Matt Turner with those saves. Although there's literally people that do that for their profession that would do a way better job than we do. But it wouldn't be the Sports Effect podcast. Ah, yeah. And that's what the people are paying to see, you know, Fund or us. hear, not see. Fund us, yeah. yeah. yeah hear us, <laughs> hear us. If they can see us, then there's, you know, that's, that's news to me. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. And so... Uh, soccer is pretty amazing on uh, being a global level um, sport and the biggest sport that there there is. There is. It is. It, that's absolutely true. And one of the coolest things about soccer is when there is the goals that happen. Uh, I think that, I mean, Hence, that moment. That's why I lost my voice. At, that's why Andre lost his voice. When you get the goal, you go wild. And so that's uh, what we're going to talk about today in a little segment that I named uh, to Andre's, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe uncomfort, uncomfortability. <laughs> <laughs> we're just making up all yeah, sorts just, of things. We're just making up things. To my, I named this segment uh, the Ronaldo 7. So Cristiano Ronaldo, he wore good old number 7. And uh, so we are going to go through and name our top 7 um, goal scorers right now currently playing in soccer. So it can be any league. Uh, it can be, you know, any nationality, you know, any country that they're playing for. Um, but just currently who is at their peak in terms of the goal scorers. And the reason I named this Cristiano Ronaldo seven is that he has the most goals ever with 838 goals in his career, which is, that's a hell of a lot. So it is pretty crazy. And that is, I mean, it's a lot of goals. And the only reason that I like conceded to this being the name of the segment, because I'm not a Ronaldo guy. That's not my, it's not my thing. His brand is not. You're you're a messy guy. I'm a messy guy. Um, And, but the only reason is because he's the top on goals, right? So it at least makes sense if we're talking about the best seven goal scorers of today. What number is Messi? That we're talking, what? What number does, does Messi wear? I am 99.9% sure it's 10. Yeah. I thought it was 10 as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, it can be the you know the Messi 10 when he passes him, if if he passes him. Well, hopefully he's just tearing it up at uh, Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami. Dude, Ooh. I want an Inter-Miami jersey. Dude, that'd be sweet. Have you seen their logo? Isn't it like, isn't it dolphins or something like that? It's or? flamingos. It's like flamingos. crisscross flamingos. It's, it's, flamingos. It's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, I love it. That's freaking awesome. Um, so anyways, bringing it back to our seven, how are we going to do this, Kenny? All right. So 
you know, we want to get seven. Um, and are we ranking or are we just kind of like throwing like these are our seven? I'd say we just say like these are our seven oh. unless you want to rank. I was going to say like we throw them up there and then we kind of jostle. Order them up who, after Yeah, that. exactly. All right. Let's, let's do that. I, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Let's do that. Uh, so we've each got, you know, five or six that we're going to throw out there. Um, in case there's duplicates. In case there's duplicates. And we're going to go and we're going to go one by one, just kind of throwing them out there and figuring out one through seven where it's at. Let's try and keep it like somewhat like we put our best ones first yeah. and, that, and then after that. So then it's a little right. easier and I there's guess less I movement. I decide to not start with Christian Pulisic. And <laughs> <laughs> I love Christian Pulisic. He doesn't make this list, but he's awesome. Does he score goals? Is that part of what he does? When he plays. Chelsea. Yeah, for Team USA, he does. Bro, he scores for Chelsea. Chelsea just decided not How to. How many hey, goals for Chelsea did you know, he have? Not as many as he will have at AC Milan. That's uh, for sure. Uh, fair enough i don't know ac well uh italian league they don't score as much but, that's true that's true but that's all right he's gonna tear it up okay all right It'll you heard like it. zlatan whoa you're them's fighting words for some people it's true but it's i true. like it he, I, he's sweet I he's love. sweet all right andre you want to throw and again for everyone listening we're gonna go these are current you know at their current age so we're not going we're not picking them in their prime we're not picking their careers it's current goal scores where they're at so you know, you're getting you know 36 or however old Messi is you're getting this version of Messi you're not getting Messi in 2012 it's like if you're starting up a professional soccer team today yeah which striker are you is first on your list that you want on your team right? yeah yeah for a season because we're not necessarily going like right 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 you know, right, 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 right. 10 for years the next down the road year. for, for the, the next, next year, year. for yeah. the next year absolutely it's just ba- and it's not all it's not only stats either correct like, part of it correct. is there's there. feel there's watch you know vibes yep. vibes all right, Andre. Um, so first one, really difficult, I know, Erling Holland. Um, yeah. We got to put him up there. I mean, I don't know if you're going to argue of the number one spot, but we're going to put him up at the number one spot for this moment. He was my number one. Okay, so we'll just lock him in at one. 36 that- goals in 35 matches in the Premier League, 12 goals in 11 Champions League matches. You can't beat it. Enough said. Yep, and so he is amazing. And also the last two players that we've talked about are both from Dortmund, which I love, but they also left. Um, but I mean, I understand of why he left so he can go do this. You know, like it's pretty amazing of what he's doing on the world's best league, you know? Yep, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's destroying it, he's tearing it up. Won the Premier League title, won the Champions League, Best scorer, best player on the team. Did they Easy. get the trouble? Did they get the FA? I don't think so. Maybe okay. they did. Okay. I don't know. Does any? I don't know if anyone really cares as much. About it the absolutely FA. Matters, right, I guess it matters, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you can tell I'm, uh, you know, a baby soccer fan. I haven't yeah, been like, watching soccer for like years. You sometimes watch Champions League, is like. Hey, your... I watch a good old Premier League game here and then. Oh, you know, okay. I'm getting more into the MLS now that you know Messi uh, is playing here. Uh, they did indeed win the FA Cup. Did they? All right, well. they so got all three. Trouble, which well, I thought it was. That's impressive. That's impressive. All right, my nomination for number two, I'm gonna go Kylian Mbappe. Yes, sir. Number two, twenty nine goals last year, uh, seven goals in eight Champions League games. Uh, again, going back to 2022, eight goals in the World Cup. Like the man is a menace on the field. You just can't stop him. And PSG better hope that he sticks around long-term because if he leaves, he's going to have a market. I heard some real Madrid rumors. Yeah, well, have you heard the most recent updates on just those talks? No. So it's essentially... 
um, PSG has come out and said like that Kylian Mbappe has to sign an extension if he wants to play out his contract. So, or like if he wants to continue with PSG, he has to sign an extension. They're not going to let him play out his last year of his contract and leave for free. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he's, the, I mean, we're saying the second best player in the world. So it right. makes sense so that they're going to want something And so, him. but it's a great move on PSG's part, right? Yeah. They, they either say, okay, you're going to sign and be our player, which we want, you know, we want that for you. But if you don't want to be here, we absolutely can't let you go for free because if a player finishes their contract out, then suddenly that transfer market that we were talking about before doesn't exist. And a player can then just willy-nilly sign with whoever they want whatever he wants to do for free Mm -hmm. and so the difference that we're talking about is literally hundreds of millions of pounds or euros euros yep um and so yeah pounds doesn't make sense um unless he went to the premier league i mean i wouldn't mind if chelsea got him yeah they don't have the funds right now i don't think but i don't think so um but yeah so we're talking about hundreds of millions of euros and so it's a really big deal, but they are kind of forcing his hand. And so that's kind of a developing situation um, of what's going to shake out from that, whether he's going to sign or whether he's going to say, okay, then just ship me off now. That'd be wild if they lost Messi and Mbappe like back to back. Yeah. Which they're still going to be the best team in their country. So there's not a ton of competition. I mean, it's not like the premier league, you know, I need a sound effect. That's like the, <laughs> um, I need, I need that. We um, need, uh, uh, Nick to do that. We need to get it, get a recording of Nick. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. So I have, Oh, this is a good email question. So I have, um, or if you follow us on threads, let me know. Um, uh, because I have four buttons for four sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um and we haven't used them at all on this podcast. Anything sound effect wise has been added after the fact, so we don't ever hear those things. I know I'm really letting in some secrets Man, here. Man, you're really just like you know breaking. You're like it's like telling kids that like you know Santa Claus isn't real. Whoa! But he is. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a lie. It's you're lying to kids <laughs> that you're lying to kids when you're saying that he's not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! You wow. know, someone who's we're mad dropping at me, bombshells on this episode. At, someone who's mad at me is gonna, you know, in you know, nine years when I have a kid, they're gonna just play this and say, "This is what your dad said. He said Santa Claus isn't real," and that, they're gonna cry. That's going to happen. Absolutely. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be we're tough. gonna. Oh my gosh! I've heard of other podcasts that like get in trouble for mentioning this, um, and their kids are listening or whatever. Especially because you just dropped it out of the blue. Uh, so I don't, I don't know about that one. Anyways, well, I'll live with the consequences of my actions. Yes, that was <laughs> at uh Kenneth. Oh, uh, tough Kenneth Morgan's eye. Um, that was me. So, but I have four buttons for four sound effects. I don't like what's currently there. There's only one of them or two of them that I really There's like. There's two, two, two that are solid. So, with that being said, I have room for two more sound effects. So, let me know what they should be and what we should use them for on the pod. Uh, let us know at the Sports Effect uh, Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have we have that one. Uh, I think that one's gonna stay. Um, but yeah. let us know what you think we should do. Anyways, sorry again. I'm sidetracking us. Mbappe is on the list. All right. He had number two. Yeah, he's number two. Perfect. Um, Who's your number three? He well, that was also my number two. So now I'm skipping to my third one. Ah, uh, yes. Third one, Harry Kane. 
Okay. He didn't make your list? He was on the maybes, but he was not on the five that I were going to present. Harry Kane is a prolific striker. 30 goals, right? Yeah, 30 goals. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just what he's known for is like fine. He has a nose for the net. Nose for the net. Um, And I don't think he's the best soccer player, right? I'm not listening. Erling Holland and Mbappe are like, the world-class soccer players yep. but because this list is best goal scorers i i think harry kane has to be on the list i you know harry kane was right on the verge of like is he gonna t- make my top five is he not so i am very much okay with him him being on the list um but let's let's put him kind of like in the maybes like we'll decide where he kind of falls later right. you know because um, i'd probably have him more towards you know four, five, or six, as opposed to three. All right. Well, we'll throw him on the list, and then we'll see where he lands. I like it. What's next? Uh, My number three, which you'll be happy about, is Lionel Messi. And the reason for this, again, he didn't score quite as many goals at PSG this past season. However, going back to the World Cup, seven goals, seven games. And I don't want to just look at total goals because there's a lot of times where goals can kind of be like at the end of a game or maybe meaningless in the regular season. Messi scores when it matters. Like if you go back to that World Cup, like he hit clutch, he had clutch kicks. He had clutch shots to put his team in position to win, to put him, you know, catch his team back up if they were behind. And he was just a physical. Or there's times that PSG is behind. I'm unaware more of so that. Argentina. More oh, so Argentina. More so Argentina. But he, you know, puts his, he's, uh, he's only five foot six, but he has a presence on the field. And he is, you are, you always want to be tracking Messi and know where he is. Well, he has a gravity, right? Yes. Of like everyone else kind of moves in that direction. Yes. They like always he, know where he is. Yep. yep. And so even, he doesn't even have to be touching the ball to be impacting like the the pitch and so that's why i'm gonna put him um i'm gonna nominate him for the list um even though maybe he's getting a little bit longer in the tooth a little older in age i think he's gonna have a resurgence at miami like i wouldn't be surprised if he has like 30 goals this year at inter miami you know we'll see we'll see if it's more like if he's you know scoring as much or he's more so trying to facilitate the offense right like um, i want to yeah. know in Messi's mind, is he like running after stats right now, or is this like his pre-retirement plan? Probably some of both, but but like, which is the like what made him do it, right? Like, mm, which one? Yeah, not, yeah, not like yeah. I guess like what is the top reason in his mind of for the reason? I'd guess pre-retirement plan, but who knows? Because like, if he's really chasing legacy, which it seems more Ronaldo esque of chasing legacy, to than, chase the goals than Messi esque. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, but I agree, Messi should be on the list. Um, my next one is uh, Mohamed Salah. All right. Who might not have been on yours. I'm not sure. Also he, on the fringe, but I right. wasn't going to nominate him. So 19 goals. But the thing that got me is that, uh, or it put him on my list, is that he had 12 assists. That's a lot. Which is a lot, especially like for someone that's also scoring the goals, right? Yep. Sometimes people yep. are like pigeonholed into being... Harry Kane. Yeah, <laughs> well, just one or the other, right? Yep. But I'm yep. saying that they are pigeonholed only into the assist world. Oh, um, sure. So people that sure. are really helpful and have 12 assists aren't typically the ones that are also taking the shots because they're the ones looking to help out their teammate. They have yep. an Erling Holland on their team. They have yep. a... That's like know, De Bruyne. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so um, I think that that is um, the reason he also was... Um, I wanted to mention expected goals in this pod, uh, which is basically a metric saying that not all 
um, shots on goal are created equal, right? Yep. It depends yep. on distance, angle, like it depends on a lot of different factors that create a how many goals are expected from that uh, distance and that from those circumstances, how many times can you expect to get a goal? Um, and so what they typically do is they add up all of your shots for the game. And then that's like your players expected goals or your team's expected goals of what it should be. Um, and that's when you can kind of tell if like a team got unlucky or they got, you know, cause uh, yes. you can't like just see it from the score line. Cause sometimes the team dominates, but they lose one zero, right. you know, like, um, and while a win is a win is a win, that doesn't always like explain the whole scenario for the team. Right. Um, right. So with expected goals, Salah was actually um, the second uh, in comparison, using just based off of his shot total and goals um, behind Holland. Behind Holland wow. in, in the Premier League, so he came up being number two there, which I thought was pretty impressive, even though he had significantly less being at nineteen. Right, right. What was his? Do you have his number for expected goals? Yeah, I do. Uh, so number one uh, was Erling Holland at thirty-two point seven six. Is his like combined across? So interesting. So he had more goals than he had expected goals. Right. Well, because like, oh, no, some of them should have been blocked. Or... Right. Exactly. Like when you make a goal, that one is not an expected goal of one point zero because it's mm. a distance from so far. So you might make a goal that had an expected of point two. Right. I see. If it has a twenty percent chance to go in, but it goes in, you get the goal, but your expected goal is still that twenty percent right. or right. that point two percent that I goes see. in. So it is normal, um, or not. Yeah, it's not crazy that it could be higher or lower. Higher or lower, gotcha. Because gotcha. the higher might just mean that you have a lot of shots, right. but they didn't right. go in. Or the other way is you're making shots. So it, it does mean that a lot went in. Um, right. But uh, so he has 32.78, and then uh, Salah has 23.34, <laughs> which is a pretty insane drop-off. That's a big drop Because but then we start talking like, yeah, we start talking about like one. You yep. know, like it's half a point or a point versus between one and two it, we're talking nine, nine. points yeah that's crazy two. yep we picked a good one at number one didn't we yes <laughs> i feel good about him being locked in but sala i brought him up and with the 12 um assists i think that that brings him up because that's part of goal scoring as well in yeah. my opinion yeah i like it i like it i put him i'd probably put him slightly behind harry kane um, on the list, but both definitely in conversation, you know, not willing to argue against him yet. We'll kind of see how the rest of the list falls first. All right. I'm, I'm excited for the rest of your list because my list is almost gone. All right. My next nominee, um, and yeah, three of mine are gone. I'm trying to decide which one is going to be number four and which one's going to be number five. I'm going to go with, because they're pretty close for me. I'm going to go Robert Lewandowski for Barcelona. He is a legendary goal scorer. Um, I think it was only two years ago where he led the entire league in goal scoring. Um, And then he has dropped off a little bit since he left Bayern, but that could also just be Barcelona is at this point a less efficient organization compared to Bayern and the talent is probably a step less slightly. And so, um, you know, I I put him up here. um, And when I think about this, I also think vibes. Who do I want? Clutch place kick on the line lining up for a pk who do i want i mean i think i want him or ronaldo and right now you know i might lean Lewandowski just because he's like out of the world you choose those two you probably probably hmm. i'd probably go mbappe 
Like I want Mbappe. Um, Mbappe is a good PK. Yeah, he's good at place kicks. That's true. Um, but okay, you or can penalty put, kicks. I guess you can put him on the list. I'm really going into my biases <laughs> here, but no. I mean, I said I don't like Ronaldo, but I really don't like Lua. Really? Uh, oh, well, I guess yeah, because he's a Bayern guy. And dude, you're a I saw dude. him score so many goals on my team. Hey, that's why he should be on the list. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's a, that's a good point. Um, but no, like so annoying to put him on any recognition list, period. Fair. Um, fair. But yes, he deserves to be recognized. It's a little more uh, palatable because he's now not on Bayern anymore. Uh, but he was on Dortmund and then left he was. for Bayern. He was. He added to the list of players that have done that. Yeah. But um, I am fine with him being on the list. All right. All right. My last one, um, and I might need help with uh, pronunciation, so Ooh, all right. bear with me. Um, so it's Victor uh, Osimhin, Osimhin um, so plays for Napoli, um, is a Nigerian national. Um, he had 26 goals, and that's in the Italian league, which is known for his defense. Um, and, or known for its defense. And I just think he elevated his team. Like Napoli was not already on the map. Like a lot of these other uh, players that we're mentioning are already on the best of the best teams. They already have the best budgets. They already have the best other, you know, complimentary players that are serving them the ball. Like Manchester City, let's be honest, like Erling Holland, absolutely amazing. However, you know, if he doesn't have Kevin De Bruyne, then suddenly, like, he might not be getting all of those goals because of the, we were talking about the gravity of his teammates and all these other things. Napoli doesn't have that as much. Um, and so I think that it's super impressive that he's able to do this. This was his first year with Napoli uh, and scoring 26 goals in the Italian league. Fair, fair. He was not on my list, nor on my, you know, on the fringe really for me, like Kane and Salah. Well, you might be, not be aware, right? Like, but I also, if you're not I, watching again, Italian soccer. I don't know as much about, you know, Serie A. I hopefully will know more now that I'm a, I'm jumping on the AC Milan bandwagon. Ah, uh, but well, I don't think that means you're going to be a Napoli fan. No, but. definitely not. <laughs> but I might know some more about, you know, the Italian soccer league. But, uh, you know, he was honestly not really on my radar um, as much. And so, you know, maybe I need to look a little bit more into his game and see what he's doing but that's those are impressive stats i'll say i'll say that so what uh do you have any more nominations so i've got one more okay and then you know a couple guys who are on the fringe who maybe are worth talking about fringe sounds like something that i don't like talking but it's not an honorable mention because it's are they in conversation for that number seven spot that's the question here well we already have seven and you have one more so it sounds like they're not gonna (sighs) make it no you need to choose your one person you get five nominations all right then my nomination you know sorry the guys i'm not gonna mention i won't even say your names because it'll get bleeped out um (laughs) but (laughs) neymar um just kidding neymar was actually one that i thought about but really decided i was like he does just doesn't i I feel like he doesn't have it as much anymore like if this were three years ago we were doing this like i feel like three or four years ago he'd be probably number one or number two but he's fallen off a little but hopefully he can come back hopefully he'll be get back to the top i'm gonna go cristiano ronaldo i know he had a down year in um his his past season you know he just transferred to al nasir um but he the name is the list is named after him and i have yeah okay out of out of 
like I don't know. It was contested. It you was. named it. After I did. Him. Name it. I did name it. <laughs> but Ronaldo is. It's he is the most prolific goal scorer ever, and he is still cooking at in his thirties. Like he's still cooking people. And again, he's someone who I want for the PKs. I he has that clutch gene. Um, he's done it pretty much at every level, other than the World Cup, and. You know, he can't help that he plays for Portugal and he really doesn't have a ton of help, um, but he still goes out there and does his best. So I'm going to put Ronaldo on the on the list um, as a nomination. And uh, that leaves us with eight. Right. So we got to we got to rank him and then we got to also knock somebody off. We do indeed. Um, I think it's going to be easiest to start at the top. Right. We have Erling Holland. We're good with locking him in at one yep. Mbappe at two. Um that's, I guess, where locks stop. So we mentioned that Harry Kane is for sure on the list. Yes, Lua, I believe, and Messi are also for sure on the list. Yeah. Um. So I'm fine. I'm I'm happy with Harry Kane at three. Harry Kane three, Lewandowski four. I'd probably go Messi four. Messi over Lua. All right. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so, so Messi at four. How Lua, do you feel about that? I think that that's fine. Right, I like right. it. Yeah, as I said. Um, I like and so that would mean Lewandowski is at five, and now this is when we start, gotta start talking here. So we gotta, you know, we have Mo Salah. We have uh, was it? Yeah, Victor Osim Osimhen. Yeah, I think, and Ronaldo. Got to knock one off and uh, have to rank the other two. Just because I know the least about Osimhen, he's the one where I think maybe knock off, but I want to hear your thoughts. So I want to keep him because basically do you, it, when you're talking about best scores, goal scorers today, I feel like you got to be i don't know i think the ones up and coming have a leg up than the ones declining fair like fair. if i need you for next season like that's which is what we said before True. like True. i need you to score goals next season it's not long term i don't need you for 10 years but just next season next season mm-hmm. and i'm looking at uh like i'm looking at ronaldo's stats and i'm seeing a drop off right it's going down you know and to, you're right there is with the younger players there's less of an injury risk definitely so you know I, I will defer to you on this one as uh you know being our soccer connoisseur um i'm still learning you know taking baby steps i'll defer i will say yes let's put uh let's put let's put awesome hat on the list Awesome. I I think that he should be there. So then we have our seven. I was trying to find. No, that, uh, that's only six right there. Oh, oh, sorry. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because we haven't locked in. Uh, we still have Sala or Ronaldo. Oh, okay. So you were fine with. Uh, I thought we were saying that you were fine with eliminating Ronaldo. Oh, you were just saying. I was just saying that Osimhen of the next be on the for list. six. Yep, okay. Yep. yep. So we'll lock him in at six. And now the question is. Uh, Sala or Ronaldo. Honestly, I like them both. This one's easier for me to like give up. I I honestly can't give up uh, Osimhen uh, over Ronaldo at this point because of what he was able to do. Uh, but Sala versus Ronaldo because I was relying on the assist piece. Um, I'm a little more open to that. So, do you have any other thoughts between the two? I'd lean Ronaldo, but again, I like Sala a lot. You know, Sala definitely deserves to be mentioned. Um, uh, definitely mentioned honorably. Uh, but I think I'd go Ronaldo just because, yeah, Salah's more. He's got the creativity with the assists as well, which is awesome. But if we're talking pure putting the ball in the back of the net, 
I think Ronaldo. Yeah, probably. But we can put him at seven, which fits because that's his jersey number. Yep. And (laughs) (laughs) there you go. It really, the Ronaldo seven just meant that he was in seventh place. Hey, I'll take it. You know, he's probably the oldest guy in the, on the pitch right here out of these seven. Uh, But okay. Last ditch effort to uh, revive Salah. 10 matches, one goal. Man United. But he was checked out. He didn't even want to play with the Why team. do I want a player that's checked out? Why is he going to score goals? Cuz now he is. Look at look at him with look what he's done with uh, his new club. Okay, put Erling Holland <laughs> on Al Nassar. You know, 14 and 16 or 16 and 14 games, I think. Yeah, no. Erling Holland definitely is like averaging 1.8 or something if he's playing in that league. Oh, probably, probably. But is Salah that's what we're yeah. that's what we're saying here. Is Salah doing that? I don't know. I don't know. I just have such an issue with uh, his like attitude towards and like how it's all gone down. But fine, fair. fair. Put Ronaldo at seven. If uh, if anyone on who's listening disagrees with me, please let me know vehemently. Uh, if you take Andre's side in this, uh, but you know, or let us know who we missed because I'm sure there's missed. somebody else that should be on here that oh, we missed. Yeah, you know, I'm sure I can think of several. You know, Vinicius Junior. And... <laughs> <laughs> way to find a way to mention <laughs> Sadio Mane. And... Oh my god! All right, all right. All right, so that is our Ronaldo 7 list. If you can't hear my eye roll, it's there. Um, <laughs> but yes, that is our Can Ronaldo. Can confirm, it's that, there. That is our Ronaldo 7 list. But uh, that's uh, pretty much all that we have for today. Oh, can can you hear that, Kenny? In the distance, what's that? What is that? Oh, I think that's the Unpopular Opinion Express coming. It's back. It is back. So, Kenny, I hear that you uh, have something to bring for the unpopular opinion. I do indeed. And in the words of Ozzy Osbourne, all aboard, because I'm going to try and get you to join this unpopular opinion express. Andre, do you have the time ready? Can you recap what the unpopular opinion express is? Absolutely. So, this is a segment. I have 60 seconds to try and convince Andre to get on board of the Unpopular Opinion Express of one of my unpopular opinions. And as Andre knows, I have many. And so I'm going to do my best in 60 seconds to convince him to jump on board and he will say yes or no. That's that's about it. Here we go. And I, while I know the topic, I don't know the reasoning. So Correct. Um, let's see where this goes. And uh, Kenny was very excited about this. Oh, one. this is this is one of my, this is a very unpopular opinion, but I, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Ready, set, go. All right, my unpopular opinion is that I miss family video. I miss the, I Netflix is great. You can have everything just at the touch of a button, streaming, blah, 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 whatever. You know the gist. But family video, when you can actually go through and browse the aisles, you go through, you have a family movie night. It's like, hey fam, let's go get a movie. And so you go drive down, you get some candy. It's just the nostalgia of that. I miss it. And it's honestly, I get decision fatigue because I've got so many options with Netflix and all these different streaming services where when you go to family video, you know, you maybe have three or four videos that you're thinking about renting. And, you know, of those movies that are there, maybe some of them are already rented. So you actually have your choice made for you. It's kind of like the thing with ice cream. Like, do you really want 37 flavors or do you want eight really good ones? 
I'm going to go with the eight really good ones. So family video, I miss it. I want it to bring it back. Just even if it's just like, you know, uh, once in a while, like maybe they're only open on Sundays because of cost, bring it back. Wow. All right. So I think you bring a pretty strong argument. <laughs> um, I... Am, am I just doing my yes, no, or am I giving my reason? Uh... You know, up to you. Yes, no first. My answer is no. I'm sorry. Sad. Sad. It's all right. I I understand. Most people are no. but However, it's because I don't think that family video should come back. I think that it should be like improved upon and brought back as the new spin, right? Mm, So I don't think family video should come back. So actually, I'm like kind of on or whatever. I don't know if I'm just like trying to switch the track in front of the the train. Like change it a little bit because I can get on board with you're talking about decision fatigue, talking about the experience of going to get it, talking about that. So I can get on board with that. The part that you lose me on is like, I don't know, they're still just showing kind of the same movies and it's kind of like a, I don't know. You're talking about the nostalgia, which in order to capture now, it needs to be nostalgic. Like it needs to be catered to be nostalgic versus family video like branding and stuff wasn't supposed to be nostalgic. They weren't they were trying to be cool. So they got to go through a rebrand. So they got to go through a rebrand. They got to go retro. And re- exactly. They have to play the retro game. Like it has to be like a vintage way of getting your movie night or whatever. Yeah. Like have a vintage movie night. Like they need to capture that side of the market. Again, you know, marketing geniuses over here, just like the uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, Let's concessions. Go. Julio Jones ice cream cone. <laughs> um, but while you're getting your Julio Jones ice cream cones, uh, you can, after the game, go to the nostalgic uh movie uh shop and then go it's an experience you walk around you see what's there you maybe maybe you have people who like take you on a tour dude i absolutely loved you could totally do something cool of like different eras throughout the store and like it's themed after that so like in this area of the store it's playing 80s music and it has a lot of 80s movies or in this one which it would mostly be for nostalgic movies i don't think you're trying to get the newest movies in this place are you I mean, you could. You could. And you could have the newest stuff in there. Have yeah. your Billboard 50 music that you don't like. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, Kenny, well, I think you should have music from the era. Like, somehow soundproof it so that way oh, there's different areas and different rooms. music. Yeah, different exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so make it more specific, like, branding to that way. Or, like, I don't know, family video. I lived in that, like, video game section. Dude, that was so fun. I never got to rent any of those video games. Uh, but for, like, a day? Uh, no, not typically. Oh, man, that's tough. They were more expensive than the movies, and they not were. the whole family got to enjoy it that was kind of like that was you yeah exactly so you know selfish cost so it was a good (laughs) lesson for me to learn as a child uh but i didn't appreciate it but i loved being back in that uh video game space or whatever like looking at the cool new things so so we have another business idea on our on our hands here yeah yeah so do you think that this is above or below the um disc golf driving range Ooh, i mean i would probably say above where are you putting your money I you got to invest in one of the two. I'm investing in the family video, in the retro family video. That's uh, a bold take. It is a bold take. Can you imagine trying to get like a business loan? <laughs> like, I'm going to open a movie <laughs> rental bring store. Back family video. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it even cost to open a family video franchise anymore? Like, does it cost anything? Like, because they're all closed? Well, right. But I'm just saying, like, we it, the whole point is that it's not family video. Right. 
right? Oh, that's like, true. It's got to be something else. Retro. Yeah. Some- <laughs> Retro family. Um, so we're still workshopping the title, all right, all right. Uh, but I think we're on to something. And I'm actually, I think, on the train overall, uh, but not the Sweet. family video specifically. So we need not, a rebrand. You're not in you know, the conductor's spot. You're more so on the caboose seeing how things go. So you're like, if the caboose campaigning for a rebrand. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm on with the stipulation of the rebrand. All right. All right. I like it. I'll take so, that. So um, if I can change where the train is going, which trains are not notorious uh, for <laughs> changing, uh, <laughs> a little more rigid, uh, but that is uh, me. If you agree or disagree, uh, let us know at the sports effect podcast at gmail.com. But I think that's all we got. Do you have any shout outs? You know, I got to go ahead and shout out, um, what's his name? Victor Osimhen. Because yes. I need to watch his tape and, uh, you know, catch up on the film. See see what see what's, um, you know, striking Andre's interest in uh, his goal scoring. So I got I to gotta see that. And uh, let's also go ahead and shout out, you know, we were talking about the global game. Uh, let's just shout out Taylor Swift because she's, you know, going to be going on a global tour or she's going to continue her tour globally soon. So, and she's pretty awesome. So. Wow. Tay Sway, shout out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have thought that I'd be the one to shout out Taylor Swift first. That's true. Um, I love Taylor. Um, And so with that, I also wanted to shout out to my fellow threaders out there. Threaders. Yes. that do Threadsies. the that do the threading with the threads. Um, I don't know what to Sounds say. Like we're, you know, joining a knitting club or something. Yeah. Like oh, they're definitely should. Are they knitters? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you're knitting. Like instead of tweeting, you're knitting. You're knitting. Or you're stitching. I just or, posted a knit. Yeah. You're st- stitching. You do stitching with. I don't think you knit with thread they're cross hatchers i don't know wow we're really just revealing a lot of things to the world i don't think anyone's i don't think i don't think anyone's left with us listening honestly at this point so (laughs) honestly it doesn't matter what we say at this point um but shout out to the threaders out there that have been talking i want to do some additional shout outs uh later on just about some stories that people have mentioned and how sports have impacted them so if you ever want to you can uh send a thread our way just talking about how sports have uh, impacted slide you slide into the threads or is that even a thing like, can you do uh, that? dms don't exist at this moment they don't i all know right. it's pretty crazy right. that's kind of wild so no uh, sliding i mean there is there is instagram uh for dms if you wanted to do that but you might as well just email us because you already know what the email is because we tell it to you every 35 seconds yep we do indeed <laughs> All right, that's all we got for you today. Thanks for joining us. And really, thank you if you made it this far. Peace. Peace.